Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I want you to meet Penelope Elfin. She is known as the Soul Separation Detective, and uh, she's on a mission to help women who thought they had it all, but secretly feel lost and lonely, discover how to really love themselves unconditionally, no matter what. She's a former clinic management executive, beauty consultant, trainer, and a certified specialized kinesiologist, certified NLP master practitioner, a certified quantum reading facilitator, and a TETA practitioner. But I will let her tell you more about herself and her work. Penelope? Hello. Tell you more about me and my work. Um, the reason why I do this work, I think I'll go into it that way, is I was very sick when I was um, in my younger years, but in particular in my teenage years, and it was a very difficult experience in respect of my physicality because I had a, a very strong, well, it's like a chronic case of arthritis, and I was on drugs and all sorts of things. And then eventually um, I found a practitioner who was an, he was an acupuncturist and he introduced me to a whole new um, way of living. And I remember going into his um, surgery and it was just before I started with the clinic um, um, career. And I was, I couldn't use my hands or my feet. I couldn't walk on my feet. My hands were absolutely rigid and I was in such pain um, which I've since learned is a lot to do with stress and taking new things on. Um, but what was was the absolute miracle within 15 minutes, which um, he put the needles in, my fingers literally moved on their own. And I'm looking at them and I'm going, this is extraordinary. And the pain just receded. And I'm going, well, this is a miracle in my life that I just can't deny. Um, Drugs never did this for me. It used to take two or three days for the pain to go away, and then it was very hard to move. Um, so I was very intrigued with this. So I followed um, his suggestions of what to do, which was new diet, um, give up alcohol, go vegetarian, and most of all, inquire into my family background and my emotional state. And that started me on a journey way back in my late 20s to where I am now of 30-odd years of personal development, working as a therapist, which I never thought I'd ever do. I always thought I'd be in corporate. And, um, yeah, it sort of got me to here. So I'm very grateful to him for creating the experience. And I'm grateful to me too for actually getting there in the first place. But I just it was so desperate I needed to try something different. But it took another country, it took another type of thought, and it just took me to a point that I was so desperate I had to do something different because nothing else had worked before for the previous eight years. Yeah, so hence um, my coming into 
what I do now. Um, I've followed a very interesting path because I've been a corporate girl. I've actually worked in interior design. Um, in 15 years, I worked in commercial interior design. Um, got very interested in eco-development and things like that and sustainability. Um, at the same time, I was um, doing kinesiology work and did a lot of other study under that, naturopathy, um, homeopathy, a lot of spiritual work. And um, came to realize that there was so much more than, than even I was able to do. And so I took myself off for a few years. And um, a few couple of years, about three or four years ago, I actually had two or three years off because I was very burnt out. I was working with clients sort of day in, day out, and I was exhausted. So I had to learn how to do it a different way. And that took me down an even deeper path. And when I came out the other end of that, I went, well, I'd like to put all my goodies together that I've, my skills. And it's just so important to work with the separation work because it's, it's where our biggest, I think it's where our biggest wound is as society. Mm -hmm. And hence, I, I work with people on this particular issue, sort of emerging the ego with the soul and um, coming from that particular point of view. Yeah. Yeah, so I also uh, think that um, gratitude is something that uh, we, we usually think of when it comes to other people. We feel grateful for uh, people from the different experiences that we had and stuff like that. Uh, we also feel grateful for God, but we forget to feel grateful for ourselves, actually. And yeah. this is uh, what I believe your work uh, helps a lot. Absolutely, because I think that the, the bottom line, I'm going to say, let's go to the bottom line on this. I actually believe that until we receive who we are um, in the fullness of us as spirit or as a soul coming into this human form to marry together, um, and integrate the ego and the soul together um, and embrace everything, then it's a matter of acceptance of it, receiving ourselves. It's, um, somebody said this wonderful quote, which is not the quote I'm going to talk about when it's gratitude, but to kneel before yourself with love and grace is to honour the divinity that you are. And her name is Jennifer Starlight. And to, that it puts it in a nutshell. Um, so that the journey is to receive ourselves, to love ourselves, to accept ourselves, which ultimately means that we have to be grateful for ourselves. But I don't think we can be grateful for ourselves until we receive our, well, our full expression of our essence. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you mean by receiving your, your full essence? Well, I think it's um, full essence means... Receiving that full essence is the beauty and the perfection that we are, the enormity and the power that we actually have rather than that third dimensional egoic power. It's like this incredible vastness that we have inside ourselves. And to be able to sit in absolute wonder about that um, is an extraordinary gift. We are all extraordinary people, and I find that very exciting. And so my mission is to support people in finding that for themselves. 
And so that receiving of our own essence, our own true nature, becomes a natural thing that we do. We, we, we're in that state. Mm-hmm. You can call it presence, I suppose, or being present to yourself. That's wonderful, yeah. 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 I believe that's, that's really necessary with uh, this world being so agitated and having to do so many things uh, to just be is uh, something that's really hard to do yeah. for many people, yeah. Yeah. So um, you wanted to add something? Um, I've, my taglines for my business are know yourself, be yourself, love yourself. So to me, that's a journey. So you need to know the nitty-gritty and the, and the conditioning, the patterning of your childhood, why you believe what you believe the decisions that you took. So that's the nitty-gritty work that is what I call the, the big dive, the big deep dive, so that you get to know how, I'm going to say you control yourself um, in ways that are not necessary for your highest good. And I think that um, when we do that, we have an, we have much more appreciation of who we are and what we are and it's about not necessarily fixing it the days of fixing stuff I think it seemed to have disappeared we, you can spend 30 years doing personal development and it doesn't necessarily take you much and it's about creating new neural pathways um, in ways that we can actually start to appreciate ourselves be grateful for ourselves respect ourselves that sort of thing yeah so now uh, what was uh, my first question for you uh, is uh, if you have a certain quote that you like on on gratitude and yes why do you choose that it's by oprah winfrey she's one of my favorites anyway true forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience mm. Nice, nice. <laughs> it's a nice one, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't think I, I knew. True it. forgiveness is when you can say thank you <laughs> for that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. And so, uh, the re- yeah. yeah, sorry. I just wanted to ask you why you uh, chose it. I chose that because I have this firm belief that anything that is given to us in our life um, is never given to us because we can't handle it. It's, um, it's given to us as a present thing, a present, if you like, a gift. Because in every adversity or every experience or every person we meet, there is usually something there that we gain by it. So if we're having an adversity or particular hard time, we might go into the depths of despair. But usually within there, there's a learning or a teaching that when we sort of have enough distance, we can actually see what we've been given. And it's us, our higher self, our spirit is giving us that. So if we get out of our own way and stop trying to control everything, life is actually guided for us. Um, so that's the next part of when you're being yourself. It's actually allow yourself to read the signposts, allow yourself to see what's being given, 
and the gift is usually something that you you learn to um, be kinder to yourself or you have more compassion for yourself or you have more compassion for others or you learn how to actually take not to be so judgmental or so critical um, so it's those things but a lot of it's actually in loss and I think that many of us feel very lonely and that's um, in in my um, bio I talk about working with women who are lonely and isolated because we're so cut off from that core connection to ourselves that we we have this yearning to be connected so we look outside of ourselves to be connected and that doesn't work it's it may for a time, but it's, it's like trying to gratify ourselves in a way that actually, um, yeah, that takes us down in the end because we have to play games, we manipulate, we do all sorts of things to get outside gratification. I mean, most people would think outside gratification is sort of alcohol or sex or relationships or whatever, but I'm talking about, or even food, I'm talking more connection with um, what, with what's real, what's, what's your truth. Mm-hmm. And you only have to go out in nature and have a look at that and see how it's just so truthful to itself. You know, the, the buds come, the flowers come, the leaves come, they fall off, you get seasons, um, you get the ocean, who, which is totally unmanageable because it come, it's, um, you know, relates to the tides and it does its thing. It either comes in as a big tide or a small tide, you know. So it goes on and on. But we, I think if we took more lessons from nature and how nature is and what I love about nature is its diversity. And I think we have a world where diversity is not really accepted and therefore we don't accept ourselves as being unique and different, which is to be celebrated rather than to be trying to fit ourselves into a box. So it's why I think that's important is that I think our spirit is trying to actually connect with us and give us growth and expansion. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, like nature, um, and uh, this is this is a really good idea that um, we don't always have uh, just highs, like uh, being happy <gasps> all the time and stuff like that. It's like there is uh, summer, there is spring, there is summer, um, there is uh, fall, mm. and. Um, what do you do when, when it's fall, when it's hard to be grateful? <laughs> well, this takes a bit of practice, but there are two things I do. One is breathe very deeply and stop. Stop everything, walk away. It's like if you have problems with the internet, take a couple of breaths, walk away. It's When things get hard in relationships, take space, take a breath, walk away reground so that's why i think it's so important to talk about nature because it's nature is very grounding and the other one is this cute little saying and i can't and i i don't remember who said it but i remind myself that this too will pass Mm. Mm -hmm. and i think that's really you know it's whatever is up in your face it cannot stay the same forever this too will pass will be new, another inspiration you'll have, a friend will turn up, something will happen, 
to change the state of your being. Um, but it's when we think that nothing is going to change. And this is another thing I'm really grateful for, change. Change is great because it gives me adventure. But change is often very challenging because it makes us, takes us out of our comfort zone. And um, so if we can sort of somehow find our equilibrium in that and be grateful for change and almost see it as what was it bringing me, what's new, what, what can um, I benefit from here? It's, it must be here for some kind of reason. So rather than go down into the depths, which is very easy for me to say because I used to do that, but I've actually got skills and tools now that I've honed, so I don't do that very often. I do still do it, but not so often. And um, it just allows me to stay, find my center again find that connection with me and know that I'm safe. When you don't have a connection with yourself or it's not a strong connection, often we feel insecure and unsafe and that's where the loneliness comes from um, because there's nothing we can grab onto. Once we've created a strong foundation and a, a strong core within ourselves and we know that there's nothing outside of ourselves except for us, only we can make the change, only we can change our, our thought patterns, um, then it makes us probably a little bit more powerful. We, we gain our power back that way. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. 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 And um, did you have like uh, a very low point in your life where um, <laughs> gratitude has helped you? Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm so glad that I took on that, that belief that um, every experience has a gift in it because so, there are times when you just, you just are not, are not there, you know, and it's, you have this little thought behind me going, no, there's a gift in this or there's an opportunity somewhere. It might take me a day, a week, a month. It might take me even a couple of years because I have to process the feeling and, and that's really important. Don't deny the feeling. Don't go numb on it. Process allow it to be there, process the feeling. But at the same time, once you've done that journey, you wake up one day and go, whoa, now I'm actually seeing, you know, because it's not clouded with the emotions and you've let the negative charge go. I now can actually see that there is a tremendous opportunity here. Um, so, yeah, um, I have had quite a few low experiences. Um, most recent one actually is um, ending a, a very special relationship. Um, relationships to me are very precious, especially in the love arena. Um, I've had a couple of, I mean, I've, I've had quite a history in relationships, let's just be honest, a couple of marriages and a few things like that. Um, but this particular person um, was very dear and near to me. Um, but there was a pattern that was um, reoccurring that I had to become very, open to um, that wasn't supporting me and it wasn't supporting me going forward in what I needed to do. It was almost like a disabling relationship. We had lots of fun, but we had a few fights, but there was something that just wasn't quite sitting. Um, so for my own sanity, I decided that I needed to move on. And when I did, the pain of it, the suffer I've never been through so much loss 
and pain and grief as I did through that two-year period. Um, and what I think, when in hindsight, when I look now, I mean, there were times when I was in depression. Um, I, wasn't at, I wasn't to the stage where I was wanting to end my life. I've been there and done that many years ago, but not on this one. And it just took a tremendous amount of courage. And for that, I am really, really grateful to how courageous spiritually I am sometimes. Um, but it was very lonely, very fearful. But luckily, I had to start asking for help. I had to start asking friends for support. And I got some professional help. But I had to do what my heart was telling me. And I'd been denying it for quite a long time. So I think it's important that you need to listen. You know, take that still time. Hear those little, little voices when things happen. And you get that ouch or that sensation and you deny that um, it takes a little while to learn not to deny it but I think it's important to be it's the awareness that we need to um, yeah encourage there I think you know um, mm-hmm. and now on the other side I'm, I have to say that I'm really grateful to my ex-partner we have um, a good friendship now and he's in another relationship um, but I've gained there's no way I was saying this to, you know, during that two-year period. But now I've regained my purpose, my vitality, uh, my passion. I was dying because I wasn't really being who I needed to be. I was turning myself inside out to be accepted because relationships to me were so important and I always wanted a relationship that was supportive and kind because I didn't have that as a child. Um, and then I got, you know what? This isn't, this isn't working <laughs> this way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to be who I am in relationship, not somebody else. Yeah, so um, I've got my power back, got my voice back, my, my, and my vitality. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's been really fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's you know? great. There, yeah, there have been others. There's been money issues and bankruptcy and financial loss and and that was a bit harder, but to go through because it was my identity was lost. It was like I, you apply your identity to something and then suddenly it goes and it's not there anymore and it's like, well, who am I? <laughs> so even more important to come back to um, your own heart. Yeah. 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 So um, when, you, when you had your um, highs in life, like... Uh, everything was going great and you you felt successful um do you feel like uh, gratitude has has helped you to get to that place i think um i think going back to the beginning when we were talking when you were talking about being grateful for yourself as being a very important tenant um where I am now has only come from, it's not outside success or anything, it's only come from my ability to be grateful to myself and actually to accept myself totally with all the, you know, the wrinkles and warts, whatever you call it, you know, with all the things that maybe I, I would have judged say, uh, a few years ago. Um, but it's a great gratefulness to where I've, where I've come 
the journey that I've had has been enormous. Um, and yeah, it's sometimes I just sit there and I just get tears in my eyes because it's like, wow, you've come a long way. We've come a long way. And we all ha have the opportunity to have those kind of journeys. But we have to be very honest and truthful with ourselves. And that can be hard sometimes. Mm, I, yeah. I totally agree. It yeah. takes courage and um, it takes, um, you have to take time with and for yourself to, yeah. to do yeah. this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, It's not something that uh, many people do, even though it's a great habit to have every yeah. once in a while, at least to, to be with yourself. Not to do stuff, but just to be with yourself and with your thoughts, with your emotions. Yeah. And often people are too frightened to, to go there because it's, it's almost overpowering, overwhelming. If you, we've been, we've des been desensitized so much as different societies, you know, with the media and all that sort of stuff. And we, the, the life has got busier and busier and busier. And it's almost a badge of honor to see how busy you are sometimes. Um, but just to take that time for you, it's not selfish. It's really important. Your other relationships will benefit and you will benefit most of all. And the, and society would benefit. We'd have a different world. Which yeah, would be exactly. Mm, exactly. Yeah. I, I totally agree with this. I think that um, usually, usually we have our um, center of uh, focus and... Um, of support in the exterior like um we think that we we only we can only rely on others for, for us to be okay as a person mm, mm, mm. and right. uh, when we spend time with ourselves we we get back to ourselves and to um to our center and we we see that in fact that's where all of the things happen or where they all begin. Yeah, where they all begin, where they all began and they all end. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. And mm. that's why I believe that uh, gratitude for our own self is, is wonderful. And mm. uh, through my experience, I, I've noticed this, that um, usually I, want, I always focus on um, things that I want to do. And... Um, things that I want to achieve, like um, reaching a certain uh, level financially or um, reaching some kind of objectives or even uh, in self-development, getting better at, uh, I don't know, being more courageous or yeah. things like that. But um, what I realized that in this search of uh, improvement in all areas of life, um, I didn't give myself any time to, to appreciate what I already am and the things that I, I am already. Mm. Uh, mm. And mm. I think this, this is where your work is, is wonderful because we, we want to be like other people, for instance, and we fight hard to, um, to do everything we can to, to get to be like them but we don't focus on uh, the beautiful qualities that we already have. And yeah, yeah. It might be even, I, I don't want to say better than others, but um, 
unique and beautiful in their own way and much more close to your heart and to who you already have or already are yeah it's almost like we dismiss ourselves mm -hmm. in favor of somebody else because we think a soccer star looks better or got to have this label or that and we we, we deny ourselves we i think that's what it comes down to we deny who we are um and that i find quite sad but if you're not aware of that's what's happening then it's you can't you, you know that's how it is yeah exactly yeah. and it's yeah. it's really interesting uh, and I, i really believe that it's going on on a deeper level also but like uh, this happens to me sometimes even though uh, uh, i dress in a certain way that i like Um, when I see, and I think this happens for women, especially even more, um, when I see people, I usually admire uh, people, like uh, I admire how they're dressed or stuff like that. Um, when I do that, it's a good thing that I admire them, but I forget about my own value, my own, the fact that I'm okay also. And I think about, oh my God, they, they look so good or uh, they work out or stuff like that. And Um, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm not, I'm not that well built or I don't know, something like that. Instead of thinking about the fact that I'm also okay, even if I'm not perfect or, yeah. yeah. And, uh, that's why I believe that gratitude, uh, for that, for who we are, for the qualities that we have, for the things that we did, uh, is really important. And uh, it's essential, actually. And uh, usually people don't think about gratitude in this way. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. take into consideration the fact that uh, they themselves can be a source of gratitude. Even yeah. the fact that uh, we, like, we were a bit better than yesterday. Usually we focus, okay, I was a bit better than yesterday, but I can be much better tomorrow. And we forget to, to see the fact that, wow, let's celebrate this. I'm a bit better than yesterday and love ourselves mm. this. And yeah. I think this yeah. is also really important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, do, do you have something uh, on this? No, I think what you've said is is to the point. It's it's how we how we don't take the moment as being the special moment because we've only got this moment. I mean, we could all be blown up tomorrow or to in a minute. And we don't know, so we don't concentrate. We're always in the future or the past. The present is where the gifts are. The present is where the joy is. The present is where the love is. Um, and that takes training, actually. Mm -hmm. We have to train ourselves to do that because we're so everywhere else. Exactly. Doing 6,000 exactly. things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We, are, we were trained uh, to focus on the exterior so much that it's actually hard and it takes another kind of training to, to go inwards. Mm. And, uh, yeah. We choose to yeah. appreciate ourselves and uh, yeah. not just others and the exterior, but also ourselves. And um, this is something that we need to, to work on to, to change. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think often it, our health um, suffers too if we don't do that kind of work. Um, we, um, yeah, and I think that really helps how we feel in our body, our energy levels, our vitality. Mm. Mm -hmm. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. So um, what, uh, what I also wanted to ask you is um, if you could go back in time, uh, what would you tell your younger self about gratitude? What would I tell myself about gratitude? That I don't have to prove myself to anyone to be loved and accepted because that's my job, not their job. Um, you're just enough who you are just by being present on this planet. And there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> um, you're part of many people who are here in different expressions, different unique expressions. And, and you're here to explore and express your unique creativity. And if, one, if I, I was allowed as a child, <laughs> I would have liked this kind of childhood which would be no rules or regulations, <laughs> no, no discipline. Well, I mean, discipline I think is important. You need to understand that. But to be allowed to follow my heart and my passions fully, which didn't happen. And consequently, I was always in competition to get somebody's attention um, so that I could just be... Uh, probably didn't and so i could feel safe and secure yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah but i i i mean i was brought up in an, an era when wars had just finished and you know rationing and stuff so yeah children were meant to be seen and not heard in those days but, um, but i think if the one message would have been that you are safe and you are secure and you're beautiful and wonderful just the way you are and appreciate that fact because sometime in the future you will actually get to learn that. That's beautiful, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I also think that uh, <clears throat> like uh, the verse from the Bible, I don't know exactly if I'm, I'm saying this right, um, love your neighbor as you love uh, yourself. Yeah. Is that right? I mean, yeah, love your neighbor as you, as yourself. The thing is, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to love your neighbor. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is this is what I was thinking also. That you you need to love yourself and you need to appreciate yourself, so you can so you know how to appreciate and to love others. Because yeah, if you don't do that. You you have no idea how to do it actually. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And we don't have role models actually. Um, at least I didn't have a role model in my family um, about how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and that's also and, important. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have, an, and when we have a separation situation in the way we're born, um, you know, with cutting the cord, taking the placenta away very quickly, the natural um, supp energetic support of the placenta doesn't actually come back to the baby to seal the auric field. And that I think is and, and, and it, so we have a separation as we're being born, not just by being born, but by that 
that particular spiritual disconnection. And then, of course, we have the separation situation we have when we're, what, 12, 18 months, 24 months old, which often is not done terribly well in the West. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very boom, one, two, three. It's it's not a natural. It's not it's it's not natural for a child to separate when they're ready to separate. Um, often it's the parents who separate the child because they're two and they should be doing this or this or this. Yeah. Mm, I I have something that I'm really curious about. Um, here in Romania, we we usually see. Um, Westerners and uh, like uh, people from the UK, like uh, being very, um, um, they treat people with a lot of respect, but uh, we we don't always feel like that's what's actually going on inside. Like uh, even if they they talk beautifully uh, inside, there's something else going on. I don't know if you had this experience. <laughs> Being English, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, strong upper lip, never express your emotions, keep it all inside, don't be a nuisance because what would the neighbors think or what would, you know, certain people think of you? So that was part of our upbringing as children. What would people think of you? And that's been one of the hardest things for me to let go of about what would people think if I did X, Y, Z. It was, yeah. So it's only something recently that I'm actually going, I think I've not quite nailed it, but I'm, I'm doing much, much better on that to not worry what other people think. Yeah, I'm wondering, um, is this just what our parents told us? Because I also had this uh, experience, maybe not that much, um, but uh, they motivated us to to be in a certain way when we are mm. when we are children, because um, people would say stuff and what would mm. they think? Yeah, yeah, and uh, then that brings on shame. Yeah, That's exactly. Humiliates them and brings shame. Mm-hmm. Because they're of a generation that don't have high self-esteem or self-worth or self-value. And in fact, I don't think there's been many generations before that because if you look at Europe, I mean, it's been invaded time and time and time again over the you know, last many centuries, last 1,000, 2,000 years. Um, and this is something we need to develop as a society You know, if we could look at more, I'm not saying go back to tribal, but if you look at indigenous, um, some of the indigenous um, habits and rituals and, and ceremonies bring respect into the community. And a person learns very early on, I think there's a story in Africa, and I think it's a true story. I like to believe it's a true story. That um, in certain tribes, a child is born And the women put the child in the center of the circle and that child has is sung to. It's like it, that person's, that child or that baby song is sung to them, which gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. And that when that person, if that person ever does anything wrong when they're much, much older, they're put in the circle and their song, their song is sung to them. And... 
that to me seems such an, an adult grown-up way to be because the person then goes, well, this is my responsibility and yet I'm being forgiven and I've been given space enough to either correct that or undo it or whatever. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So is... there's an honouring of that particular person regardless of what they did or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, we all make mistakes, and it's really important how um, our parents and how people usually um, relate to the mistakes that uh, we are doing. Because mm. later in life, we fear taking steps and making decisions because we might make a mistake, mm, mm. and um, that's even worse, actually. <laughs> Many yeah, times, yeah. Yeah. making no decisions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mistakes, are, to me, are just learning experiences. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's like riding a bike. How many times do you fall off, which, you know, can be classed as a mistake, but it's the way you learn and it, you rewire the brain to learn something new. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. We actually, we don't learn like, like they teach us in school, like we have to take a, a text and uh, uh, get it um, into, mem- um, into memory. We actually mm. learn by trial and error, by actually yeah, yeah. Um, doing and doing so. and getting feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a way in which we actually learn, and that that doesn't teach us in in school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I loved in in university. At uh, one of the the classes, um, they actually gave us feedback after giving us the the grades, so we could go and see what what we did wrong, and uh, uh, the teacher helped us to understand what uh, what could have been better and what we didn't understand well, and that was amazing from my point of view. It's like, okay, it's not like. Uh, I know something, I put it on paper, and if it's not okay, this is where I am, this is my level, and that's it. Mm, mm, mm. I can actually grow because this is how life is. You you can't say that, okay, you reach this point in life, and this is where you are, you can't do anything about it, this is mm. the grade that you have been given, and you can't, can't get better than that, and you can't yeah. learn anything from that. You just, this is how much you know, and this is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the other way is that way is is lovely because it's actually giving you expansion. The other way is very much a contra, uh, um, a contraction because exactly. it's like the judgment and punishment, you know. Whereas this other way is expansion and growth, and that's what we're all looking for in consciousness. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we are getting uh, to the end of uh, the interview. And uh, I want to know if you have some uh, uh, activity or a practice that uh, helps you be grateful consistently. Nature. (laughs) I was taking a walk the other day, actually, and it struck me whilst I was admiring some tiny, tiny little flower that was purple and then little yellow stamens that was so tiny it was about a a third of the size of my fingernail. And just... realizing how beautiful this was and how extraordinary it was. And I just then you got the enormity of what it's like to be such an extraordinary being, like a human being. We take some ourselves so much for granted. We forget, forget the magnificence of our body, how it 
just operates without us even thinking about it. Neurotransmitters, blood pumps, lungs breathed, we digest food, we think thoughts, and we don't have to put any thought into that. Yeah. I mean, that is extraordinary. It? We are an extraordinary machine. It's so exciting. And we don't, as you say, we're not grateful for our form. Add spirit into that as well, or soul, your soul's journey. Extraordinary. <laughs> Absolutely extraordinary. So, yeah. So that's that nature continually reminds me um, to smile, to breathe, to relax, and to accept change because that's doing it all the time. <clears throat> yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, yeah. it's it's really interesting that uh in all of uh, my interviews until now many people uh talk about the importance of nature and uh, the fact that they can feel uh grateful easier and uh, it's yeah. something that they um that helps them uh, be grateful and uh, mm. it's really it's really something that uh, our listeners sh- should think about and uh take special time to to mm-hmm. be in nature like how how um, often do you go uh, for walks or um i probably would walk probably four times a week mm-hmm. um but i live in I mean, nature's all around me so i just look out the window it's there and you know the sea and the trees and the birds it was before this um interview i was sort of sitting and contemplating and I suddenly looked up and there was this magnificent eagle soared past. Wow. So beautiful. Yeah. We have sea eagles here. And they they don't come every day, but every time they do, I go, oh, look, there's my eagle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can do that too. I can soar. I can soar up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I totally think so. We can uh, empathize with... um, um that bird or and see how feel how it is to be be uh free and to yeah. uh fly and to enjoy yeah life from a different perspective yeah 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 so um do you want to mention some people that you're grateful for in your life <sighs> i think those who've who've been there at the turning point every time i've got to a crossroad I turn around and there's always two or three very crucial people who are there somehow who energetically hold space. I mean, there are so many of them. Um, there's nobody specifically. I saw, uh, my family, I mean, they're not around in me. They're 12,000 miles away. But I wouldn't be here where I am today without my family, my father and my mother, and my friends who are very dear to me. You know, I have some few very close friends and I have lots of support um, and I'm grateful for um, people who actually spend time and educate me in things I don't know how to do, in particular anything to do with, you know, technical stuff um, and the patience that they have. And there's always some, there's what, some key person who takes me from, who turns a key or is there to turn a key and then I jump another level and then another level. So, yeah, yeah. And I think with tears in my eyes often about the, the man who stuck those needles into me 
mm-hmm. many years ago because he was the one that really went, you could change this totally. You could turn your life around. Nobody had ever spoken to me like that before. Extraordinary. Evan, his name was Evan Lallymand. Yeah. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Mm. After all these years, you, you still know his name and you still... Yeah, think, you know, yeah, that's right, that's right. With gratitude, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you have a book recommendation for our um, listeners? A book recommendation? Yeah. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> you see it? Yeah. My book, Dig, Dig Deep and Fly High. Reclaim Your Zest and Vitality by Loving Yourself from Inside Out. It's on Amazon or you can get the link on my website. Um, but it was a book that I wrote three or four years ago when I actually had a year off in Bali. Oh, and, wonderful. And I've always been told that I'd write a book. And so the opportunity came up to learn how to do it. So I went, oh, I'll just do the course. And I ended up writing this writing it, editing it four times, ready to go to final edit, all in eight weeks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I got halfway through and I'm going, you said you weren't going to finish this. And I'm going, I'm going to finish this. Now, there was another person I'm very grateful to, Donna, Donna Kozik. Um, Yeah. And so it's a how-to. It's a how-to book about looking at the deeper stuff in your life. There's some exercises in it. There's lots of tips and tools that you can use and skills that you can um, build up to. Yeah, so dig deep and fly high. Penelope Elfin, available on Amazon, everybody. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. So um, you mentioned it a bit, but um, where can people find you? Um, you can find me, um, you can contact me through my website, which is www.heelyourseparation. That's heal at H-E-A-L, your, Y-O-U-R, separation, S-E-P-A-R-A-T-I-O-N, healyourseparation.com. Dot com. All right. Perfect. Yeah. 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 So yeah. thank you very much, Penelope. Thank you, Georgian. It's been absolutely wonderful talking to you today. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for the Gratitude Podcast. By the way, what are you grateful for right now?